from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm Michelangelo for IG Boston. From our creative community directly to you. A conversation about creativity in the age of social media. This is the direct message. It's not just a hashtag, it's a community. That is the tagline for IG Boston, an innovative photography community originating from Boston, Massachusetts. First established on November 10, 2013 by Brian McWilliams, IG Boston has an objective to support New England photographers through collaboration and feedback. Because for us, creativity is a cooperative experience. By the time of this recording, IG Boston will be months away from my fifth year anniversary. Still here after all this time. <laughs> so to commemorate that event, the IG Boston moderators, Kathleen Riley, Evan Bradley, Victoria Romulo, and yours truly, of course, had a conversation about our history with photography, social media, and the IG Boston organization. So let's get to it then. Hey, my name's Evan. Uh, you might know me on Instagram as uh, @ecbrads. I am 25. I grew up in Northeastern Massachusetts and went to Northeastern for school. Um, and I now uh, kind of never left. Uh, I work for Parks in Boston, the Emerald Necklace, uh, South Defense, Jamaica Pond, the Arboretum, uh, doing social media, photography, graphic design, all that fun stuff uh, for this nonprofit group. Evan Bradley has been an IG Boston member since July 2014 and an IG Boston moderator since October 2016. Born and raised Masshole, I'm not sure if we're going to keep that in or not, but uh, yeah. I Me lived, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've lived in Massachusetts my whole life. I grew up in a city called Newburyport, um, and Boston was always kind of a treat, uh, so it's been really nice uh, to visit when I was younger, so it's been really nice to live there. So what inspires you about Boston like? What is Boston to you in your mind? Boston is, you know, it's a city of contrast. It's a city of, it's it's an amalgamation of a city, to use the word that I'm fond of. Uh, there's so much there. There's the old, there's the new, oftentimes right next to each other. Uh, the example that I use is uh, Trinity Church in Copley Square. That's across the street from the Hancock Tower. Um, I, I think that's powerful. Um, you can see history and progression right in front of you and, and Boston itself like what we think of as Boston uh, started as you know well over a dozen separate like cities towns uh, and over time they all got crunched together um, annexation very fun um, and so what we think of as Boston is in itself a, a many a many layered many headed thing I suppose um, that's why some of the neighborhoods can feel so distinct. It's why we have like five different Washington streets. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I, I love discovering that. I love seeing what makes every area different. I love um, 
like looking at the old and the new by, side by side and like wondering how like that contrast came to be or how like this street came to be um this building came to be that it, that's really interesting to me I, I love knowing about where i live and figuring things out like that so like evan i'm a fellow mass hole uh born and raised i've uh grew up in a town called rentham which is really little um it's right next to gillette stadium for context if you have i guess now people know that because of the outlets um yeah that's where i used to get my timberlands from yeah <laughs> i i think the outlets are vastly overrated but that's a whole different conversation <laughs> kathleen riley has been an ig boston member since november 2014 and an ig boston moderator since march 2015. i am 24 uh, also like evan i stayed in boston for school I graduated from Boston College, where I picked up two really useful uh, degrees in history and art, (laughs) highly employable. Um, And now I am a freelance photographer uh, working mostly in sports photojournalism. And killing it. (laughs) Phenomenal. Yeah, Kat, you're so good. My grandfather, he grew up in Medford. Um, He went on to play hockey at Dartmouth. He played for the U.S. 48 Olympic team, and then he coached the 1960 Olympic hockey team that won the first gold medal. A lot of college hockey on my dad's side of the family, but I I can't even skate, so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it seems like that's uh, interest in sports kind of manifested in other ways now. Yeah, definitely. I I initially went to BC on a lacrosse scholarship, um, and then I guess my love of sports kind of took me into I guess what I would call a career now, um, where I shooting sports and it's my favorite part of what I do and I guess the bigger chunk of what I do too. I am the youngest of the bunch. I am 21 right now. I'm still in school. I go to Northeastern. Um, go Huskies. Yeah, go Huskies. So three out of four. Very outnumbered. <laughs> Victoria Romolo has been an IG Boston member since June 2015 and the IG Boston moderator since March 2017. I was born in Manila, Philippines, and I spent the first like nine years, eight years of my life there. And then we, my family and I moved to Chesapeake, Virginia, um, which is just almost North Carolina. Um, and now I'm here in Boston. I'm studying chemical engineering, though I am not pursuing it. Here I am, almost done with this degree. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's me. So what decision did you make to come to Boston for school? Um, I knew I wanted to be in a city and like be able to walk somewhere, take the train somewhere. I didn't know what city, but when I got into Northeastern, it seemed like the best deal. So I don't know what inspires me about Boston. I just like being here. Okay. Yeah, I like the train. I like experiencing the four seasons. In Virginia, the climate's really mild and in the Philippines, it's really like tropical. So I like New England because there's so much opportunity for you to see the city in a different way all the time. Like Boston looks different in the rain, when it's sunny, when it's overcast, in the fall, like in every weather condition, it just, there's a different magic and it it just paints the city in a whole new light. I'm someone who doesn't like change and likes familiarity and that's what Boston is. I guess getting into photography initially got me into seeing more of Boston um, where at BC I felt like most of my friends like our idea of Boston was Faneuil Hall and Newberry Street I refer to it as the green line yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> like, so much more and so 
that really inspired me to like just get out and go and like see new places and um i think too like even though it, it is in a way a very very small town there's also too i think opportunities to like discover something new you might just have to like work a little harder for it and then in kind of connection like with what i do i mean i think we're the best sports city in the world it's a city of riches in that department where i'm really lucky and also i think too like with boston being so small i think it's like a challenge like how can i make this different or like what how what different perspective can i bring that like hasn't been done before so i'll get to you evan so what in how did you get into photography first of all so when i came to northeastern uh, i despite living so close um it, it just boston is in the city i'd come too much um in, in general frankly um i grew up in a very homebody sort of family and um I just knew very little about this city, um, and I could not get from point A to point B, and um, so I started just walking it. Um, like I need to find out more. Like I have a responsibility to know where I live, how to get around. So previously, I'd taken the Green Line to Park Street and the Green Line to Government Center, like individually, <laughs> because I like it, like at different times. I didn't do that on the same day. Um, but then one day I accidentally like walked in between them and realized they were like three minutes apart. I'm like, oh my God, the city is small. And that like really, that pulled everything together for me, at least, at least in the downtown area. And like, all right, I feel like I can walk around here. I'm gonna go around and like start documenting, like look at this awesome place, yada, yada, yada. Um, and Instagram was starting to get big at the time. So I'm like, oh, I have a place where I can show this. Uh, so might as well. Um, and I think it was just kind of a positive reinforcement sort of deal. Um, and, you know, had some really good support from people on and off Instagram and kept going at it. So it was more for you to kind of document your yeah. your travels and discoveries while you were walking throughout the city. Yeah, actually when, oh, I miss these days. Instagram used to have like the map of where you've taken <laughs> yeah, photos. Yeah, I loved that. And, that was uh, my favorite. It, I like, it was really cool for me because like I could you know zoom in however much I want like I have a gap there where I haven't taken a photo like geographically and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take a photo and post it so I can fill in this gap um and so it was my way of documenting like I have been here 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 and here um I used to do that too yeah yeah because when I first it's an incentive yeah when I first moved here I'm not from mass I didn't know where I was and I would also like walk all over the place and knowingly not know where I was going and then when yeah. I would take photos, oh. piece it together later. God, I like there's nothing I miss more than like going to a neighborhood I haven't been to and just having no idea where I have been. Like, well but, now you've seen everywhere now. Now you like, know it all. Yeah, now uh, we ask you like where's this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evan's <laughs> like, Oh, that's an intersection <laughs> on very two obscure well, streets. Like, that bridge, I know that bridge. Let me yeah. look it up real quick. Yeah, dating from nineteen thirty five, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like learning, like seeing new places, uh, when it doesn't happen too much anymore, but like when I when I do, I love it. Um and for anyone who has had the pleasure or curse of meeting me, maybe maybe to find that differently, uh, you know that I like if you're walking with me and you come to some obscure intersection, I'll start rattling off facts obnoxiously, and uh, you'll learn something. So um, at BC, my sophomore year, 
about like halfway through, I was no longer on the lacrosse team. All of a sudden, I had all this free time in my hands. Like I didn't know what to do because before, before that, lacrosse, it was basically a full-time job on top of being a student. So I didn't really have time for too many extracurriculars or anything like that. And I went into college thinking I was going to be a college cross coach. So I didn't bother getting involved. Anyways, I'm like, I know what I'm doing. This was like spring 2014. And I feel like this was kind of like the early stages of the golden age of Instagram, in my opinion. Um, and I just randomly started following these like uh, PNW photographers doing like, you know, like long exposures of the stars or just like cool nature stuff and had these like epic sunsets. I'm like, I need to be like these people. Like, how do you do this? So I'd start Googling things like how to take a photo of a star, whatever. Turns out you can't really do it with the phone. So then my mom had like an old Nikon DSLR. So I took it back with me after spring break and uh, with the help of Google, I like learned how to like, you know, do light trails and long exposures. And I was obsessed with really heavily overly saturated sunsets. I was a sunset person. Instagram in reality got me into photography. Um, and then I just really started to like it. Um, and that summer I'm like, you know what, maybe I'll just pursue this as a minor at school. Like it's a fun hobby and, and whatnot. Um, and then I had a friend at the time who was a year older than me. She was the photo editor for the yearbook. And she was like, join the yearbook. I'm the photo editor. I'll definitely get you in and I'll give you, they had, they had two credentials to all like football game she's like you and me can like use all the credentials for the football games you get to be on the field and i was like okay like sign me up uh i'll join the yearbook and that's kind of how it started between instagram picking up that minor and like taking more like fine art classes and actually learning how to use a camera um and then like the yearbook thing that's where i got introduced to sports so you're more like self-taught more or less yeah um by the time i i got to classes um i knew how to like shoot manually and all that um but i remember we had our first critique and i thought i crushed it i'm like i know what i'm doing no one else even knew how to shoot manually blah 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 i got ripped to shreds <laughs> nothing was exposed properly it was crooked it was just like trash photos a heaping pile of garbage um so that was very humbling and i think ever since with photography like there's endless amounts of like what you can learn which is both humbling and overwhelming all at once. Um, I did ballet for 14 years, and we would have these very, very long rehearsals. Um, sometimes I'd have long breaks in between the rehearsals, and I would be sitting with my friends, and I was a Tumblr girl, so I was on Tumblr at the time, and there were these beautiful <laughs> images of ballerinas like um, posing on railroad tracks or like oh, yes. in New York City. <laughs> I love those. I loved them. I remember thinking like, I can do this with my friends while we're waiting in between breaks. Everyone's in their ballet gear anyway. And it started like in empty studios and then it turned into like, oh, let's set aside time and like pick out clothes you want to wear and like do them at these locations that were like usually in our neighborhoods because I couldn't drive at the time. I was maybe um 14 <laughs> so that's how it started and then it moved into portrait photography without like ballet shoes and then once i got really comfortable like shooting portraits i was maybe in my senior year of high school 
I wouldn't say that I was good, but I just really liked doing it. And then I went off to college and I suddenly didn't have any like close friends to take pictures of. That was my crutch. So then I just made myself walk around Boston and the city and take pictures of the city because that's what like I didn't have to make friends with the city. <laughs> it was just there. <laughs> so I could do that. And that was in 2014. And I was on Instagram, but I was using it like very like casually. Like, here's a selfie of me today. And also here are these cookies I baked yesterday. And that's how I was using the platform. But um, I started, yeah, the Pacific Northwest Photographers back 2013, 2014. Yeah. All the rage. So good. And yeah. like, who I need to be these people. Right. And like all those blankets and those hats. Those like And the, the A-line cabins. Oh, yeah. The A-line cabins. And, that, and those that, cute sequoia trees. And the um the the railroad bridge that oh, yeah, everyone that, went to. <laughs> everyone went to. Oh, and my people God. Would, like, I'm eat, 21 again. Yeah. And then <laughs> people eat like pancakes on that bridge. I'm like, what are these people doing? <laughs> yeah. And like, those were like the first influencers and... Um, that I like really remember seeing on this platform and I was like where are the Boston ones and then I would like look up and that's how I find found IG Boston because I was like what is that community like here but um, finding that community and like moving to Northeastern and and being in Boston I would just use my phone more and like shoot because that was like the style then so it seems like you started in photography by taking portraits of your friends but they weren't around when you moved to Boston. So you adapted to the situation by taking pictures of the city and that what introduced you to scenic photography. Is that correct, more or less? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I found myself like going back to portraits and like I've, I consider myself like a pretty decent portrait photographer now. I think your work is great. Oh, thank you. Here, um, here. <laughs> thanks, I've been like, uh, this past year I had like, I felt like has been one of my best years of like portraiture. Yeah, like those, uh, the, the portrait shots you have with the neon signs, I thought those were oh, awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, with the dance team. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, going great. back to dance I and portraits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Died. Those were so good. I think because I've been able to explore a lot of different genres of photography, um, it's made me like realize what I liked and I didn't like and I feel like when I get bored of one I can switch to another. Alright, that's cool. So help me understand what your photo editing process is and what that means to y'all. How does an image go from an inspirational desire to shoot something to a photo that you might post on your Instagram page or website? Yo guys, I love editing so much. <laughs> that is my favorite part. I think of the photo process like well first like you shoot and it's Sometimes it's a crap day, sometimes you don't get anything, but like then you cull through your selects and when you get those pictures that you really like, for me I'm always like, oh, those are nice. But then in my head I'm like, I know how to make this better. Because editing is like when you can bring all those colors you saw in that moment out or all those colors that you wish were there like appear in that photo and you can just make that photo like read however you want it to, you're adding the mood and the personality in that into that moment with like just random sliders and buttons in Lightroom or Photoshop. I love, I love it. I really love editing. I get really hyped. You're so cute right now. <laughs> <laughs> I get so excited to see like before and afters. 
Um, oh, I love a good before and after. Oh my can god. Can we also can we take a second just to talk about your like before and afters like and your the stories you've been you're posting? Like, I did this and I did that. And then like, it's so cool. I love like, clicking through. Yeah, like, no, like, I've really give me been, more. So I always I get like DMs at least once a week um, from like random people asking me like what camera do you shoot with? And wow, it so does not matter. It really doesn't. I think I think the the gear is only like 20% of an image, right? It's the gear and then and the eye is like another like 30% and then to me like editing is 50. Wow. There are a lot of people I, who like go to war over that kind of I'm just wow. saying. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, I think like I like my eye works I think you have a like great eye. I think the way you capture moments is so like beautiful and like I would never be able to see <laughs> stuff that way, but for me, um I think like I think my that's only like so so little of my photo because I always like crop things like right. That's after. so interesting. I never and, like I pull colors like from and I delete colors like nobody's business. So for me like I feel like a lot of my image is just like post. Okay, so does that mean that you try to edit your image to whatever mood the photo is conveying? Or do you already have a mood in mind when you begin editing your photo? I think it's a little column A, column B. I think some days, like, my eye really does drive the shoot or, like, whatever is that day. And then some other days, I know in my mind, like, what colors I'm really after. So I don't think there's, like, I have a specific process, but I know editing is, like, a huge part of it. So I, um, I'm, I don't know how to explain So you're this. an in-camera girl. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I try to think how can I make the best image possible? So I have to do the least amount of editing as possible. Um, I, I feel like I used to be way more into editing and like doing cool things, but like I know like stuff like I do for the Red Sox, I usually, how you see it on IG is typically how I send it to them. But say if, for whatever reason, um, like some small town newspaper was like, hey, can you shoot some, you know, little high school football game for us on a freelancer rate? I would not be able to like send in those photos edited the way that I'd post on Instagram. It would just be like, how can I make the best possible photo so that when I'm in post, I can just quickly tone it, make sure the exposure is right, and um, send it out. And also, if you're working where you're editor or your social media girl or whoever needs photos like pretty much as they happen I don't really have the time to like sit and like how can I do this so you know I have a lot of presets like a baseball preset that's like pretty standard I have hockey presets like almost different rinks because the lighting is so different in all of them. I'm sure you have like a Fenway night Fenway day preset. Fenway golden hour. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like most people edit in Photoshop um but do you guys know what photo mechanic is? Mm-hmm. So I ingest all my photos into photo mechanic and then I'll see all my selects. Nice. And then I'll just drag them into Lightroom. So my Lightroom catalog isn't like mm. 500 photos. It's instead just those 10 selects. And then I feel like in photo mechanic, you can much quicker yeah, look really through fast, the files. Yeah. So, and then I can go through it like, and be like, oh, I actually like this one. I was at an event last night shooting for Boston Magazine and Evan happened to be there too. And you can probably speak to this, but towards like 7.30 to like 8.15, the light was like amazing. It's really nice. Inside yeah. the tent. And I kind of, I like to follow the light when I shoot, like where's the best light. And then I try to think of, okay, 
what can make this frame different or unique than like a typical event photograph. And someone once told me, at least with shooting sports, shoot like you're a bird, shoot like you're a bug, and shoot like you're a person. What so does you, that mean? So you like shoot from up high, so like and then shoot from lower and then just shoot at like eye level. So you had just have like different vantage points. Um, yeah, I do find when I shoot events or like anything that has like a, that requires more of a, just more content, I guess. Yeah, it's just, you, yeah, you have it's to different. keep everything cohesive. And like and sometimes, like, you can't like do crazy things. Yeah, and like sometimes, like for, I shoot some weddings too, and people will be like, oh, we like, we love your style. So I mean, obviously, like, I'll take that with me. I wouldn't just like give them like barely edited photos. Um, but it, it all depends. I mean, sometimes um, I, worked at a tennis tournament this year where I didn't even edit any of my own photos but you said editors just give them the cards mm, that's so interesting it was really nice so do you <laughs> use presets Victoria yeah I have a ton of presets but I think I think my editing process is like really different like when I shoot street because like for to me those are all like one-off photos I never really do like a big series of street photos I have like certain streets I have certain spots at northeastern that I have like set lighting for because what I did I St. Stevens Preset. Yeah, <laughs> really though. I have a lot of like um, seniors that like want to go back to the same spots, and like a lot of them pick similar times of day. So I have like those set like St. Stephen Street at 9 a.m. like presets. <laughs> um, That's really funny. Yeah, but I, it's so helpful. Yeah. Um, it saves a lot of time. It saves a lot of time. But yeah, I think when you edit those cohesive sets um, and events. Um, instead of like those one-off things that is really different. But I do really love like whenever I have like those one-off like moments because I think that's when- Yeah, we need the time yeah, to like, actually time, do stuff. And it's just like you can really imagine and like put into like just create like a, almost a different world out of that yeah. one moment. Um, I'm very big on locations. Um, though I'm working to change that I don't do much in terms of portraits and I when I do do portraits, I try and have like a theme going. But um, yeah, your, your recent portrait's been great. Thank you. Uh, oh, those self portraits are so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love so your self portraits. Cool. I don't know. Like the editing process is hard for me because like compare myself to, like you, Victoria, and like our editing styles, and I feel like I'm just very, very literal of an editor. Like compared mm -hmm. to you, where I don't really go beyond what I can see and you do and I like respect that a lot mm -hmm. but um, I think that's more of an apples and oranges thing right like I think we have very different styles and like one editing style will one editing process at least will it's not a one-size-fit-all thing mm. for sure not yeah and I think too like you talk about like, the whole like comparative thing it's like one thing like when I was like redoing my website, I had someone be like, hey, like here's some other great websites of like sports shooters, like for some inspiration. But she was like, do not get caught up in the fact that these people are like most likely all older than you and have much more experience and have shot things like the Olympics and Super Bowls. So don't be looking through their work like I've done nothing. And like I feel even like on Instagram, even like you'll see your peers and like, oh, well, they're shooting X, Y and Z. And here I am just twiddling my thumbs. Like, what am I not doing that they're doing? And like, I think it, you know, it even ties back to things like editing. It's like, wow, like, how does he edit like that? Like, how how did his photos look like? So much better even though i know we're using like 
So yeah, it's like, all I know, like I know hard. how, but why can't I like get that same? Yes, exact it's look? like hard and overwhelming, but at the same time, I think it's important to like yeah. step back, remember that. Victoria said it's not a one size fits all. I like my style. I think it, it describes like me. I like, you know, like bright colors but not overdone. I like warm. I like sunny. But like I have my presets made for like not so much like by location, but by by mood essentially. Where um, or, or by like weather. I um also like Jamaica plain snow. Like uh, cause there's like a you know there's a color scheme there, and I want to play play on that or. Um, I have, like, when I was in Seattle, I, like, was inspired by, like, PNW photographers and, like, that sort of washed out, like, grayed out black sort of, look. I'm not describing it well. I know, I have an idea in my head or an image in my head. And so I have a preset for, like, that mood that I just kind of, like, and so what I do is that I like kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of everything and, like, doing that broad preset on top, but then, like, Twiddling to every photo, and maybe that's why oh, I like, no, don't I, like editing oh, so yeah. much because I feel it's a like lot you of have to. You absolutely have to. Each photo is its own animal. I yeah, know. I mean, like, life would be really easy if I just slapped a preset on and was like, "It's done." Yeah. But sometimes <laughs> yeah. you do have those beautiful photos where you're like, "One preset, everything like, looks good." Onto the bam. next one. <laughs> oh my god, but, yeah, I'm feeling that. Uh, I'm working on like a you know a fairly like large set of like photos and indoor spaces right now. I'm applying the same preset because it's the same lighting and there's really nothing different about this windowless interior room from from you know minute to minute. So like that, that's much less interesting to me honestly. It's a lot more monotonous. Like we were just in Lower Mills a couple of days ago for a meet and um, you hoods meet. Yes. <laughs> there's these remarkable like brick details about these buildings that we don't you know they they don't exist in like our modern architecture because they're expensive and they take time and what have you but like I want people to notice those uh and when I shoot and when I edit I try and draw those out or direct attention to those Um, that's important to me Um, so you try to look for like a a focal point yes yes um I have definitely like as I've gotten through like as I've grown as a photographer I've definitely gone for more like you know, broad scenic landscapes to more focused sort of looks at things. Uh, if there's anything that could like encapsulate my growth as a photographer, I'd say it's that. Hmm. Cool. So now let me ask y'all about feedback within the IG Boston community. How did y'all become an IG Boston member in the first place? And how has the feedback from our community or your own followers in general impacted y'all three as photographers? Well, there's the, I think there's the push to be better, right, um, and to, to improve over time because, you know, everyone else, you put effort into something, they get better, and you want to be a part of that, you want to commiserate with them and offer critique if they want it. Um, like, by working together, or working together is how we improve. Uh, I, I firmly believe that. The support of, like, family members and friends who saw my photography like Evan you're you're good like you have an eye for things like really uh and then going on like becoming a member of IG Boston um and like desiring to be a part of that desiring to kind of like live up to that uh, I was so excited when that happened it's like it felt um it felt great uh like hey like other people who don't have to like my photography liked it <laughs> uh because they aren't like friends or family uh and all liked it uh mike were you a moth then yeah yeah all right uh yeah but like you didn't have to approve my photo but you did so thanks <laughs> um it is exciting um 
to to be pushed to to be better um i i really enjoy like that i um still get that out of this community and like you know people trust me and the other moderators here to provide that i think that's um you know it's flattering it's nice it's um beneficial i think for for all involved i really like when i when i do get like like a bit more in depth in terms of critique um, or like sometimes I'll show like you guys a set of photos I've taken and you tell me about your favorites and that like that focuses my you know my eye for the next time I shoot like in reaction to the advice and the critique I've gotten. So I I don't know how I came across I don't really remember and I'll say I came across IG Boston's page or I guess Brian's page for that matter too but I think kind of like Victoria I found like other like popular Boston area Instagrammers like Mm -hmm. you know these were like the big shots at the time they had all these like followers and like they posted pretty photos like who are these people um teach me your ways yeah and so fall of 2014 I think it was worldwide instamy you guys at the um is it Arboretum or Arboretum Uh, Arboretum Arboretum Arboretum. you had that instamy yeah and I remember I'm like you know I'm gonna go I'm gonna break out of my shell I had no friends to go with I knew nobody I think in a way really helped me kind of break out of that and like being okay with doing things on my own so I get there late obviously and I have no idea where anyone is so I'm like wandering this massive park 285 acres yeah <laughs> Michael's Park <laughs> <laughs> I eventually come across what like looks like, like the crew of people taking photos and I, I could tell it was it was Brian I think at the time too um i had just received like a challenge and the entire time this is so embarrassing i was too afraid to say anything to anyone in the group so i kind of like awkwardly walked behind the pact and like kept a distance because <laughs> i didn't know what to say but in the way i was like starstruck like these people are so cool oh, <laughs> Well, now look at you, big time Red Sox. I'm like, no they're Patriots. so talented. <laughs> I could not say a single word to anyone. I don't even, I think honestly, and like this too, like, and I, I don't think people like realize this. And I'm sure it happened with all the other mods. It took me like five or six tries until I got accepted. I think, and Brian, he told me, he's like, I gave you a curveball. It was a like picture of autumn. Okay, this is October. Easy. I think at the at that meet, I took a photo of my hand holding up a leaf. And I was like, Autumn. <laughs> it's okay, you can all laugh. It's terrible. That was, well, to be fair, that was peak 2014. Yeah, Instagram it was a little different style. too. Like yeah, things were, yeah. but it was just... I kind of like what Evan, like when I was accepted into IG Boston, it was like people who like weren't my family members who were like, oh, like you're good. And like that first yeah, initial like, like feedback. Welcome. Love this photo. On that like welcome photo, um, which I think Ash, she messaged me and she was like, can we just use this one? I didn't actually tag it in the challenge, but it, it, it looking back, it fit it much better. It was these, these two people sitting at the Robin Williams bench and it was like, oh, wow not golden hour but think of like fall colors yeah. and it was like just really creamy yeah. and like with the way i edited then which used to be with visco on my phone i would email myself the raw photos and then put it in that <laughs> very roundabout process um but yeah so i feel like it was just like fun and exciting um 
and it was like nice to have i guess that validation from others yeah that's the perfect word for it yeah and um i think like moving forward kind of what you said it's always like you know like how how can i get better if so and so oh they're doing that like they they've really gotten better this last year well like have i gotten better time to you know put some work in and even too like because like photo it's my job now so like i follow a lot of other like i guess photographers i like seeing what they do too because i'm a firm believer in like surrounding yourself with people who are better than you will only make you better so i think you know within the feed in the community there are so many people out there who are so talented and like so much better and like way more experienced and i just like looking up to them being like that's a great idea think of like harsh light at like a baseball game and have like the white jersey just like popping out and that's it everything else is black like i never would have thought to do something like that until like following these other you know sports photographers they all did that when it was harsh light and i'm like oh so now i look forward to that at like mm-hmm. sporting events that are outdoors when it's that super harsh contrasty light which if i'm out shooting street or a portrait i'm like please give me gray overcast skies or golden (laughs) hour like do not give me harsh sunlight um which i just think is is really cool any thoughts on community feedback victoria i think we could all benefit from being a little more social on social media because i think it's really important that our instagrams aren't just like an echo chamber of our friends and our own work you should be like aware of people that do completely different things than you do. I think we can all agree it's almost like a rare treat when we get those really nice comments from people who are like, wow, I love how you framed this. So I always make a point to like when I see posts that really truly inspire me or like photos that really truly inspire me or like anything like that, I always tell them. I think you just gotta support the people you look up to. So I think when I joined IG Boston, I was so excited because it was like, oh, well now I'm in this community of photographers. But truthfully, you have to put in what you want to get out of the community. It's like, it's a two-way thing, right? Someone once told me like, oh, Victoria, I love seeing your post in my feed because you always make these very familiar streets like so beautiful and I would never have thought to look at something that way. And that's always what I try to do. So to see that like written out was so validating. And I think we owe our community those moments. So that was a deliberate decision for you to be more forthcoming with your support. Yeah, you gotta let them know. It's really important to let them know. You don't know how hard they're trying and like how hard they're working in their photos. And I think it's really important. Mm, That's peace. So now let me ask you all about how social media has impacted your work. Or rather, how has the ability to share your photos with anyone instantly and everyone instantaneously affected your creative process? Like I got into photography because of Instagram. And I, I know there's a whole lot of other people just like me out there who have now also have like, you know what, like this is now my career, whether it was, you know, taking photos or videos or whatever they were sharing on any given platform at that time. My IG feed is in a way kind of like a an instant portfolio if someone wants to see my most recent work besides like random blog posts like i always direct them to my website and my instagram i think it's important to know that like you don't need the numbers or comments or validation to know that like what you produce is good work um and i i think i know we've talked about this a lot with like the algorithm and like you know engagement's down likes are down and I think it's really easy as a creative to get caught up. Like, I'm really proud of this photo. Like, why does no one else 
seem to think that or I'm not going to post this because I know it's going to tank or no one's going to like it. And it's something that I struggle with to remind myself that like, no, ultimately like this is, this is for me. It's not for anyone else. Like if I like this photo, I should be okay with posting said photo. Um, but it's kind of like, I feel like an internal battle, if you will. And I think too, if it wasn't for Instagram, I wouldn't be here right now with you guys. Like I wouldn't, I consider you people my friends. I've met other friends through photography that I never would have had. I always joke, I'm like, oh, that's my Instagram friend. Or like, that's my Twitter friend. And my friends who aren't in any way involved whatsoever with this community, they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, like you don't understand. Like when I was out in Bend, Oregon last week, um, this other photographer I follow are both the same age. He, he shoots a lot of sports out in the West Coast. Um, and he saw my stories that I was in Seattle. He's like, oh, how long are you in the West Coast for? I'm like, oh, I'm actually on like this random town, Bend. He's like, I'm in Bend. So like, I got to meet up with like, you know, someone who I feel like I knew because I, I love his work and like vice versa. And it was just really neat that like this little app on our phones brought us together. And I don't think too many things can do that in this day and age. And it's cool. I think it's almost created this culture of comparison um, where constantly we are doubting ourselves like, oh, we're not as good as this other person. And like, as Kat like, talked about, there is that internal battle of like, do I post this? Is it good enough? Well, when it is really just for you. But like, I think like I'm exposed to so many like talented um, photographers, artists, like what have you because of social media um, that I would have never like heard of if I wasn't like using these apps. Um, so I will always be grateful for that because the, like seeing different people's works has really like pushed me to be a better creator. And yeah, I've made a lot of friends via this app. <laughs> hey. It is wild. It is crazy. A living example. Yeah. yeah. So weird. I mean, like, I feel like 15 years ago, I'd be like, you'd never meet people you meet on the internet. That's, yeah, uh, and that's now I'm dark like, and creepy. Yeah, now I'm like, oh, I'll just call this Uber to my house. Yeah, yeah. to meet up with my friend who I also met on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> now it's weirder to, like, not have an internet presence. Like, what do you mean, like, the stranger isn't on the internet? Yeah, when someone tells me, like, oh, well, yeah, I'm not on social media, I'm like, what, what are you hiding? <laughs> <laughs> social media and you know everyone has a camera in their pocket it's like the the widespread like democratization of, of art and that's awesome um art's been you know purview of wealthy folks privileged folks for, for a long time and uh you know just about everyone i know now has the chance or, or takes the chance to you know share a photo even if they don't do it all the time i think everyone occasionally takes the time to take like an artistic photo now which is awesome that is so great um and um it's been really cool to see like you know i am not someone who ever like growing up thought i'd be doing you know be involved in like a photography community but i started with my phone and that's what got me into it and i think that's true of a lot of people um to echo i think cat's point earlier um now on the flip side yeah there's also like the culture of comparison there's you know an oversaturation of, of media there's too much sometimes mm -hmm. um like 
I have to keep my follower, like the people I follow, below a certain amount because I'm just overwhelmed otherwise, and I, I feel compelled to like see every photo on my feed. But you know, for the sake of my sanity, I can't. Um, I also work with social media, and so like I'm just spending a lot of time on that. Anyways, like that's my professional job. <laughs> it's a lot sometimes. It can be very overwhelming. Do you feel like you're able to manage that? Most of the time. Uh, there, there's always times when it's not. Uh, this summer, I think, is a shining example of when it can be a lot. Like everything, it's, it's, it's gray. It's a gray thing. It's not black and white. Yeah, so I think IG Boston has a lot of community management and upkeep and curation, which I really like. And then on my Instagram, it's just like, I took this picture, I'm going to post it because I like it. Maybe I'll post a selfie on my stories. So I think the way I manage social media is like fine. I think I know how to separate work and play. All right, so as a tangent to that, what part of your creative process have you felt the most challenges with or just struggled with generally? I think like what holds me back the most creatively, I guess that's, that's a question, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Is sometimes just being too afraid to do it. Whether that's like just being in a position where I know I have the permission to be there because my credential allows me to be there but I feel like I shouldn't be because I feel like I'm bothering a player even though I'm not and I think that also ties back to like imposter syndrome like feeling like you don't belong like you aren't good enough you know because you didn't go to XYZ school or I don't have as many years as experience as said people and it's like well what am I doing here like I don't deserve to be here. Right now I want to work on this project at a golf course where I fall around the grounds crew. Specifically like, you know, mostly like the really early morning stuff for like that that good light and just kind of I'm always fascinated anyways with what goes into like upkeeping places and how things run. Like I was fascinated with like the ushers at Family Park and like I so like things like that, but it's like getting over that like anxious hump to just do the damn thing <laughs> i mean i think i don't want to like go on a tangent here but in in my experience you know i've had my own issues with like overthinking a lot and that's kind of prevented me from like enacting on many things i wanted to do or i've had projects that i've done and i keep doing them over and over and over because i've just been too apprehensive to release it to the public yeah. and, and let the world see it but sometimes the, the flaws are the prettiest things about something yeah. so sometimes just put it out don't be afraid of how it's going to be viewed or treated in the wider aspect of things and you're only going to get that if you put it out there like you're not going to know if it is actually something that you're really proud about or you're really not proud about unless you put it out there get that feedback improve on it and repeat that cycle so Welcome to Therapy with IG Boston. I kind of want to echo a bit of what Kat said about, like, you know, Im imposter syndrome and, and stuff like that. And that's, you know, it's a mess to deal with. Um, something that I've been, like, trying to work on on a more positive note is, like, uh, so uh, I think earlier we brought up, like, y'all mentioned myself portraits. I was only really comfortable taking portraits of people that, like, I knew and knew well um, because... That's how I felt I could like make a portrait that showed something about someone, if that makes any sense. 
Um, you felt like you knew them enough to kind of bring out an actor. Yeah, it, yeah, and to like capture that with with a camera. I've kind of had to reframe or have been working on reframing how I think about that in that it's not like if you train yourself to find that and train yourself just taking to take photos of people in the first place, like those qualities will come out anyways. If people are at ease with you, people will allow that you know that side that they might keep a bit wrapped up out a bit more um and so i've been working just on improving like portraits from like a technical perspective and and so that's why i've been doing my self-portrait series like this year um like how can i you know just get better at this so that when like it'd be nice to like take photos of people that i don't know as well or who aren't like really close friends i just decided this year to start doing it uh like i know that's like the tritest like perhaps least useful advice that you can give but like just just do it like it doesn't even need to be shared right like half of the months that i've done like self-portraits i haven't even shared because like i didn't want to so like just make sure you're doing it for yourself honestly that's all that matters one tip my music engineer told me a while back was uh perfection is making the mistakes look intentional Mm. So, oh, I like that. Yeah, so something to keep A in cake mind. decorator told me that once. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. Maybe he doubles as a cake decorator. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. I think, like, finding my style has always been something that I've struggled with a lot. And I think I change my style, like, every three months. Um, and so whenever I, like, get bored of mine, I, like, really look for people that I'm like, okay, who am I liking right now and I'd kind of try to emulate their eye and then that later turns into like a new style I have so that's how I kind of cope with like the not being able to settle on a style thing because I like um I used to really fight myself about like not having a distinct like what is my style why don't I have like something figured out and then I realized oh like I'm I'm allowed to change um I should I shouldn't be like making photography something so constricted when I am like growing and changing as well. I think my style and the things I shoot should reflect that. So I think I've gotten a better handle on that. The story edits that you do, do you, mm -hmm. do you find that, is that a reflection of like that metamorphosis you go through with your art or creativity, like trying to find a new style or trying to like experiment with something different? So yeah, the current style I have, if you just look at some like the things that I was doing in January or March, it, they're very different to what I'm doing now. Um, and I think I was just so tired of my old style because I think like, oh, everyone was doing it. And I really like sharing my editing process because I think it helps people that haven't found their style or like, like beginners in photography, but I've gotten a lot of comments from people that are just starting and ha don't know how to find their style and, um, and just like bringing up like all the different things you can do to a photo like every step of the way. So the way I do my my editing process stories, I start with the raw image and then the next image I'm like, okay, then I changed this one thing. And then the next image I'm like, oh, I changed now the, this color. And then I keep adding on until like uh, you get a finished image. And I like that because with each photo, you can really see that I could have gone in a completely different direction. It's not just a before and after. And I think that's really important to remember that like everything is just like one slide to the left or one slide to the right away of like changing the entire mood of an image. So 
um, that's I really like sharing my process because I think it lends itself to the imagination and then it just shows you the one path that I took to get to where the finished image was mm. alright then that's what it is so since we're all IG boss and moderators I wanted to ask y'all how y'all feel about that position how has being an IG boss and moderator affected your role within the New England creative community? Whether it's evaluating a new member's challenge, a new member's gallery, or just nominating a photo for the day. How has all of those responsibilities affected you as a photographer? Well, I mean, we like we go through the entire feed every evening and it means a lot of photos. And so like something, like I don't choose a photo that doesn't stand out to me in some way. And so I thought about that like what what does stand out to me because like yes in some ways it's instinctual but like I mean I've nominated like what 150 130 something like that photos now and it, I it's been cool to like kind of look back on them and see like wow there's like definitely some sort of um, calling cards if you will uh, and so like I've noticed that I like you know, again, like, I think I brought this up earlier, like, I like looking at details, but I also like photos that look at details and, uh, or, like, show some sort of, like, historic contrast or uh, show some sort of, you know, just, just some sort of scene that, that can't be replicated. I've drawn a photo, like, I nominated of, like, a two people, um, like, paddleboarding in the Charles River on the Esplanade, um, like, a week or two ago, and to, to me, like, that photo represents, like, a small detail about two people's days. I don't know who they are, um, but you know what? They're having a good time, and, like, it just, it was framed very nicely, and uh, it drew my attention, like, it drew my attention right in. Um, like, oh, I, I wonder how their day went. Um, it, like, I, I like photos like that, and I, I do strive to, like, try and get that now, like, either a focus or like on those occasions where I do like, do like a street photo. What about this is interesting? Do I care like about what this person's doing and that they're going about their day? Like, do I wonder what's next? Like, it's like a story, right? Like you want someone to finish a story and think what's next. Um, I, I kind of look for photos that, you know, make me think that. And that's why I try and do in my work too. I, I think when I first started with nomming, I was a little too much like with then like my own style that I would nominate. Like, oh, like I would shoot something like this, so I'm gonna nominate this. And like now I just try to think like objectively, like, is this like a good photo? Like composition, um, lighting, things like that. And also like if it's like a popular location like the Zakum or like the Hancock or any one of like, you know, some classic Boston landmark. Um, if I'm gonna nom one of those, it's like, well, how do they make this different? Either whether it's like an epic sunset we had that night, or you catch something interesting that's just- Some unique quality. That's just different. Um, but that to me is like always fun. And then like in terms of like looking at like challenge reviews and I guess like gallery reviews for new members, um, what I have to look for is like consistency. like are you somewhat consistently posting? Like, and that doesn't mean every day, but like, if you haven't posted like only like once in two months, well then if that isn't fair to you and it isn't fair to us because the chances of us nomming you and featuring you are just lower. And then are you actually in like the greater Boston, New England area? Mm -hmm. um, 
Like oftentimes you get like these really cool photographers, but they'll only have like two Boston shots and the rest are like Yosemite. Yeah. And like that just, or the same thing, we'll get like these like really cool like wedding photographers and like they do yeah. gorgeous work and obviously you're so talented, yeah. but that's just not what we feature. We want to make it worth everyone's while and I don't think it'd be fair if we let you in and then never feature any of your work. Going back to, I guess, like every single night, I like to think that we we won't just post like the touristy Boston shots. Like I know we've nommed some really cool street shots, some cool portraits. We've had some cool like gifs in there. So I think we do a little bit of everything. So like, I don't think you need to feel limited in like what will be shown or nommed. So is there any particular photo that we have put up that's something that spoke to you or something that encapsulated what you think IG Boston is about? Actually, I didn't even nominate this one, uh, but I would have were it my night. Um, there, uh, that was actually this was yours, Cat. Um, <laughs> it's a photo of like a, a newspaper in uh, the Boston oh, Globe yeah, in yeah, front yeah, of yeah. A, a foggy window, at, looking out of cafe on like a rainy day. Yeah. And I think this actually, I think, is my favorite photo that we've ever posted. Like, oh, yeah. honest to God, uh, because I want to know what has happened before this, what has happened after this, um, and like. W- what is happening here? Yeah, that was a like, new member. At the time. Yeah, uh, the second shot. Oh, it was fantastic. Um, but like, I just, I just want to know what's going on here. Like, I am so interested in this photo. Like, more than just a photo. Like, I, I, I just want to know what happens. Uh, and that, like, that is a rare quality. Um, and it's so exciting when you really find something that like goes whole hog with it. I think I definitely look for. Boston in a way I haven't seen it before we do get a lot of like like on a daily basis you'll see a lot of like touristy shots uploaded to like just the regular Boston tag and they'll just be your you know Hancock building the Prue Faneuil Hall and everyone knows that part of Boston but I want to see a different take on those spaces I think like being a mod I think I'm I'm just more conscious now when I take photos I always think like would I nominate this if I like posted it? Likewise. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just pushed a higher standard to my work. Kyle Bianchi had this beautiful shot from the Boston Marathon that I thought was really great. I think it was our highest liked photo. Yeah, actually, that is. You're right. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it just... it's like almost 7,000, I think. It's like some absurd number. Not that likes are important, everyone. It just stands out. No, but it is interesting to see like why people engage with a certain photo so i think that metric does have merit but what i will say is like i don't remember everything i remember like the first yeah, picture yeah, i nominated yeah, 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 yeah. um really? yeah i do it was in salem oh well mine was only last year oh so that's different yours is uh it was boston common yeah yeah it was millennium tower at sunset that was my first one then my after yeah i so i remember that but what i will say is that even though we might not remember, I remember every photo that IG Boston posted of mine when I was a member. Yeah, likewise. Because mm-hmm. um, I think... Yes, yeah, no So shot. I... Th- yeah. Oh, thank you. I, that's also one of my favorite works. No, actually, you know... Um, sorry, let me interject. That's okay. The photo that you took, I think over Newberry Street? Oh, yeah. I took that out of Banana Republic. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Brian, right, he was going to pick another photo. And then we all like, no, you got to pick that one. We basically <laughs> like bombarded him. Like, you will not 
take any other photo except that one that night. And he was like, well, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll post it. And then he saw the engagement and guy. I was like, oh, you know what? You guys were right. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I remember that predates me. Yeah, so. yeah, that so. is so funny to me because yeah. I didn't like that photo. Yeah, we were like, no, you cannot post <laughs> any know. other photo except for that uh, one. IG Boss has definitely featured photos of mine that I yeah. thought were like... I don't like yeah, this. So yeah, so it's always yeah, yeah, like yeah. interesting to get uh, another person's perspective, but I think it's easy for us to forget like, oh, because it's just a thing that we do every night, but to our community, to our members, it's such a big deal when they get nominated yeah. and posted. Apply to be a member. Please. Uh, come hang out with us at meets. <laughs> We're cool. Um, at least, you know, everyone except Evan, but like... <laughs> um, no, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Yeah, I think if you want to be a part of the community, you just have to come you just have to show up yeah if you need to awkwardly trail behind the group like i did that's also okay (laughs) yeah it's a pleasure to like you know be a part of this every single night uh so you know thanks for letting us be a part of it honestly all right so evan victoria cat i'd like to thank y'all for joining me today i appreciate the conversation as always thanks mike thanks The Direct Message, Episode 1. Check out new episodes on the website, igbalson.com, or your Apple and Google Play stores. There'll be new guests, new topics, new knowledge. For membership, partnership requests, or members with blogs or event submissions, email team on igbalson.com. It really is that simple. And do remember, tag igbalson, igbalson hoods, and IG Boston Travelers in your pictures. Let's share them with our community. We love to promote new joints. Main theme by American Antagonist. Music score by Fantastic Music. Sound engineering by Vertigo at Beatbox Studio. All praises due, King. For all our members, past and present, it's always love. To all the former moderators, blessings and respect. To all our followers, appreciation and gratitude. And for all y'all listening, thank y'all. Last but not least, shout out to Following Boston, Iger's Mass, Portrait Meet, Friends in My Feed, Visit Boston, I Pulled Over for This, Iger's New England, Iger's Newport, Boston.com, Instant Meet PVD, IG Roadie, The New England Iger's Network, Iger's Maine, Iger's New Hampshire, Iger's Newport, Cityscape Boston, the Boston Cow, Grammys Unite, and Girl Magic Meets. Last but not least, shout out to the very first photography hub in New England, iGears Boston, with over 1 million hashtags and on their way to 100,000 followers. Congratulations, y'all. And with that said, this is Michelangelo for IG Boston. Thank you for listening to the direct message. <laughs>